Before we begin, we want to say that the discussions that take place on these podcasts are our own and do not reflect the LAPD, LAFD, or any other outside organization. Some of the topics that we talk about in this podcast may be triggering to some of our listeners, so if you feel like you need any extra support, we will be linking different resources in our website and social medias. Thank you for listening, and now with the show. You're listening to 911 Super Fan Princess Pura Snow. I'm Catherine Cat, Kit Cat, or Snow White. I'm Meg and or Buck. And today we're talking about season two, episode nine, titled Hen Begins. It was directed by Jennifer Lynch, written by Aristotle Kosakis, and it first aired November 19, 2018. It has an IMDb rating of 8.3 out of 10, which is kind of mid-tier for 911. And yeah, summary. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we, we got it quick and easy today. This is how Henrietta Wilson became the firefighter paramedic she is today. Done. <laughs> Let's get into it. As you can probably tell, neither me or Meg was very enamored with this episode. I mean, I feel like I like Hen and I like this show, but this one, like, it just wasn't it for me. It really wasn't. Like, uh, yeah, it felt personal, honestly. Like, I was 100% yelling at the TV while I was watching this because I just felt personally like I could relate to the experience you know but it was just like not me watching it as someone who likes the show it was just like wow this dang (laughs) that was it I think it felt too separate from the show and I know why shows do this and most shows have like one or two episodes like this where they like focus on a character they do a deep dive and I end up never liking those episodes no matter how much I like the character and they always choose a character that you really like. Well, okay. I will tell you this. They do this for every single character in 911. Um, but 100%, there's only a few Begins episodes that I really like. And this was like my least. Oh. Mm-hmm. I I thought that it, I didn't like it. Not because, well... Me and him have a complicated history. I didn't <laughs> like it because I feel like we've already gotten so much of a sense of why Hen started in this and where she started from. Mm-hmm. It felt weird to backtrack even more because I felt oh. like her past felt a lot more written already mm-hmm. than anything else. Yeah. And I, I maybe because I paid attention to her more, I just feel like it, it, it wasn't necessary to add so much more information. Yeah, and, like, honestly, as someone who's, like, going into the workforce and as someone who has already worked, you know, I'm just, like, I I do understand that, you know, like, um, maybe not, like, the medical field, right, but, like, um, with, for example, rapping, right, you know, I know that area is more dominated in terms of, like, the male presence, right, so, in that way, I've understood that, you know, 
people aren't always taken seriously, like women are taken seriously because they have to create a certain type of music, certain type of rap in order to be listened to, you know, and to be a, pe- a pleasing, I guess, pleasing, um, as opposed to their male counterparts who could just do their own thing and then they'll just get the views, you know? So I was just, that was the only thing going through my mind when I was watching this was just like, this didn't feel like a show that I, you know, would go to watch something. And it's not that it's bad, but it just felt too connected to me. And I didn't like that. I don't know if it was, if I felt too personally connected to it. I just don't like when shows deviate too much. And this episode didn't have a lot of characters um, that, you know, we're used to. Buck wasn't in it. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Bobby wasn't it. I mean, yeah, they're not going to be in it. Can you imagine, like, Hen all of a sudden just knowing Buck for some reason? Like, that would be insane. Yeah. So it makes sense why. Like, the entire story makes sense. I understood story. I understood it, but it was just, like, I'm used to seeing the dynamic between Hen yeah. and Athena be a certain way. They called Chim Howie the entire time, which I was, like, Every time I tried to write a note, I always ended up, I was supposed to write Hen and Chim. And then I just ended up writing Howie and Chim. And I was like, that's the same person. That's not what I'm trying to write. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm wondering, because they brought this up in a recent, um, one of the most recent episodes of 911 about like Chim, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm wondering if Chim got his name between when he met Hen and the current season you know of course he did or else well, why would no, they no, call no. him chip okay <laughs> misspoke misspoke okay before before buck arrived oh i assume so because like it's funny it's never been like there has never been an explanation to that so oh i didn't know they never explained it spoiler yeah. alerts spoilers spoilers technically there were a lot of points there where i should have yelled spoiler but it wasn't too bad (laughs) okay well now that we've complained about it for 10 minutes it's not that we don't like the episode i i feel like we we liked it just fine we just didn't like it as a 911 episode (laughs) yeah i mean like i wouldn't call this a 911 episode honestly this was just the terrible captain in this yeah he was such an awful person oh my gosh like what is it? Okay, start. Let's start from the beginning. The first part where it's like, oh, is like, is Hen into guys? Does it matter? Yeah, it's just like, oh, the this entire episode was basically men are trash, and it was amazing to see. Um, I don't know why. I just felt very. I don't know. It felt empowering. <laughs> well, it felt empowering. I'll give you that. It was super empowering. Um, but it was just like really weird to watch because it's like you know in 2023 like most women know this already you know like we're like at least it's like okay maybe not most women know this but it's definitely a theme that I know has been like going on and like people are trying to like kind of remind women that we're like strong humans you know but maybe like back in whenever whatever that year five years ago i know i know but still like it's different 
still different. It, yeah, I just, I didn't think that she would be a pharma rep. That just doesn't feel it, right. It didn't feel like Hen, but maybe it was like, I honestly wouldn't have pegged her to be something in the medical field at all. You know, I, I feel like she would have been like a bartender or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't have called pharma rep. I feel like that was the one that I, I would have called. I don't know what I would have called, but it wasn't going to be far corrupt. It was going to be <laughs> anything else, literally anything else. What, a construction worker? <laughs> I would have bought that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> literally <laughs> anything else. I don't, I just couldn't imagine her as like a, she feels like a very much like active person. She, I don't think she would have had a desk job, but I guess that that's the point, right? You're not supposed yeah. to expect the job that she had. Yeah. And selling it's not being a sales rep isn't just about selling the item that you're selling it's also about selling yourself being capable of selling the item yourself that makes sense yeah yeah so it, it just didn't seem like she's such a straightforward person it didn't feel right to me but i i know that's what you're supposed to think but right. i was immediately turned off from this episode because i was like this is incorrect my history of head does not have this exactly Exactly. And then the fact that, like, when she finally stood up for herself and then, like, was that her boss or coworker or whatever was like, oh, I have never seen someone blow up their life. Well, buddy, you haven't seen a bunch of things then because this happens all the time. They just kept using fire. It was one of those things. It's one of yes. those things about yeah, the yeah. show where they just yeah. keep using repeating words and I always did like it. And this time... I know. They only did it at the beginning. Like, I understand why they were doing it, but I feel like they missed such a good opportunity for her to be like, you know what everyone's been talking to me about? Fires. <laughs> and you know what I thought I was going to be? Fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? That well, could have yeah. been like, so good. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay, but I was watching this timeline. Oh, yeah. This is the other timeline. Where, what? When was this? How was this? When? Why time time is not shown at all? Um, time is not relevant in the nine one one universe. Apparently, I dislike that. I strongly dislike it. But I was like, Eva, will they bring back Eva? They did, and normally uh, I would be like, ah, oh, she's trash. But in this case, I was nice for the. Con I really like the continuity. The other thing was that when we were thinking about, or when we were talking about, not when we were talking about in the past. <laughs> <laughs> they've already established that Hen was really interested in becoming an EMT after she got shot. Yeah. Oh, see, I did catch that too. Um, but I did like that this all started because of her, you know, saving her life coach. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was really interesting. Yeah, and I do like that. I wish I had more to say about life coach, but truthfully, it was just like, I'm sorry you fainted. Oh, <laughs> you'll like have more just... to say. You'll have more to say. I will. She's coming back. Not in a... Yeah, she's coming back. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like, I'm glad she's alive. That was like all I really care about. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, yeah. And then immediately after that, when she like, when he was in the apartment, or the oh my kitchen gosh. or whatever and I was like whoa also Eva's like not crazy she oh, feels normal 
But here's the thing that like really ticked me off in this episode. Um, that specific scene was when she was like, "Oh, passion is for rich people." I was like, "Yes and no." I mean, like if you're simply following your passion, well, obviously you do have like some kind of way to financially support yourself, and I can understand that. But I do think there is a way to put together what you're passionate about in a way that you can make money off of it too. No, I agree with her. I think passion is for rich people. Wow. I disagree that. Yeah, I mean, it's not It's not to say that you can't follow your passions. I just think that solely focusing on your passions. Well, that if you put it that way, just only doing your passions, then yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not something that a lot of people can find feasible and it is a great luxury if you have the ability to go and you know follow follow your passions and let your passions decide where you want to go yeah it's not to say you shouldn't follow them but it's not going to be an easy road for you so i can see where she's coming from and i think that there are a lot of people who end up settling in something that they maybe not didn't see as their work passion but they'll find passion somewhere else and Mm -hmm. in another situation so I think that your like original passion it's not something that most people realistically follow to every certain extent does that make sense yeah that makes sense but maybe I just agree with Hen on this one because I think I am like Hen in that way yeah I think though that what I agree more with Yvonne is that it feels very rash because it's not something she's ever done. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and it's not to say that it isn't possible. Of course, it is obviously. It is. It's just a crazy thing to imagine. It is a crazy thing to imagine. But it's also, I don't think she understood how much Hennis planned down. And yeah. Hen did it like she followed her passions, but it's not like she didn't do it through like blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, there was that entire training montage where I was exhausted just watching it. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? Like, props to Aisha Hines for like actually doing that because like that was legit. You know, like I can't even imagine having to throw, you know, like a ladder on the side and like, you know, drag someone out of the building. That's intense. It was a very intense scene. But she did it. I'm proud yeah. of her. She got it. Oh, and then, and then when she like burned her wig. Oh, yeah. I yeah. was proud of her for that, you know, because like, obviously, you know, women do care a little more about like their appearance. Like, you know, it's not you that like, men don't, but yeah. Um, but I'm glad that she didn't let that stop her from doing this job, you know. I agree. And I think it also is more like a showcase of the promos on that itself that she's coming to terms with. And I'm happy for her in that situation. Yeah. Definitely. Um also, when she walked into the 118 and she, the captain was like, oh, look, guys, it's our diversity hire. So triggered. So triggered. I was like, wow. I, I forgot that there are, you know, people who aren't um, kind of happy about that, you know, and it's just like, oh, there's someone who's, you know, 
in the minority, well, guess we're screwed. You know, and he was like, oh, yeah, we spend $82,000 of taxpayer money just to be. I was like, wow. Yeah. I actually find it really funny when someone else is like, it's a diversity hire because I want to say nine out of 10 times. The person who says that always ends up getting screwed. So if that is your way of thinking, first of all, I don't think you should be listening to this podcast. But if you are one of those people who have been called the diversity hire, which I'd say I've experienced, thanks probably experienced. Yeah. Here's what you got to remember. The person who told you that probably has some shit in their past. (laughs) And it's going to come out and it's going to bite them in the ass. Don't worry. Keep trekking. We believe. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. So whenever they say it on TV, I'm like, nope, buddy, you're going to go. Bye. I was like, those are the magic words. (laughs) So yeah, I'd say keep trekking, keep moving. You got it. You you got this. Make friends. You'll find your chip. You'll oh, for it. sure. I am so glad that Jim like started standing up for her, you know, the second that started happening. It wasn't like, a, I'm going to wait to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, I see it. Okay, I'm going to say something. And then the captain was like, oh, no, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, and also another thing when they were talking about Hen being from Inglewood and it was just like, okay, so what's wrong coming from like a low income, you know, area? Like, that doesn't make you any less capable. I was curious where they were going with that, because we know the area. But if you don't know the area, I don't think Inglewood would mean anything to you. Yeah. (laughs) They'd be like, what's an Inglewood? Like, I don't know if it's, it's not like Compton. I guess that would be the biggest one where people might have. Everyone knows Compton. Yeah, but Inglewood um, is not that everybody knows. That's a very, like, L.A.-specific thing. But I was also wondering if it was just because they were like, why don't you end up, why aren't you in Inglewood then? Why are you here? But they also never say where the firehouse is, so it's not like it's any help. Inglewood is technically still in L.A. County. We don't know where they service. They go literally everywhere. Yeah, they're, they seem to be the one firehouse in the entirety Entire. of LA. <laughs> I'm like, they've, got, they've gotten calls to, like, some crazy parts of LA. And since both of us know it, we're like, we don't understand where you're located. Like, how do you go from, like, the South Bay all the way to, like, Beverly Hills area? And then just to come back to, like, USC area? <laughs> and then go somewhere else? I don't know. I would need to ask if there are any firefighters out there who want to explain to us how routes are determined I do understand that for the earthquake that makes sense right because they need all hands on deck you have to go to certain situations but wouldn't you be calling the closest like department to you what I thought like whichever one or you know just like hey is anyone in the area yeah I feel like you would have to skip so many levels to get as far as they've gone like there has to be like everybody else is on like a different fire or emergency that day and then you you happen to be like the 15th one in line you're the 15th closest you're the only one to go so I want to know how that happens yeah 
Anyone else explain to me? Also, rain. Yes. What about the rain, though? California is getting a lot of rain. <laughs> Doesn't, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right now, California has been getting a lot of rain. I mean, literally this week, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to be raining. <laughs> okay. I've currently relocated to somewhere where it does rain. And rain is so dangerous. I don't know why. It's just so dangerous. But in LA, LA isn't made for rain. So when there are large portions of water, like a ton of things get messed up. There are mudslides, which there is also fun in here. Yep. The roads flood up because there is enough sewage. Yep. Uh, sewage right. Truthfully, yeah. the potholes in LA are not as bad as they are in different parts. Well, I can't confirm that, but since you don't live here anymore, you would know. <laughs> I can't confirm. They are not as bad because there isn't as much rain. But they are new because Californians don't know how to deal with it. Because we don't get rain. Except yeah, apparently like, this year. Oh my gosh, like, and especially driving in the rain. Whole other thing. I like, did drive through a rainstorm a couple times. It's so fun, guys, when the wind blows at you. And it just sounds like your windows are going to break. It's the most amazing experience. You're not terrified out of your life about hydroplaning and glass breaking and whether or not you'll get to your location. It's great. Highly recommend. Oh, side note, apparently California also gets tornadoes now. They do? Wouldn't it be a hurricane? No, we got a tornado like a couple days ago. But if it's rain, isn't it a hurricane? No, there was wind, so much wind, and like someone took a video. That feels weird. Right? California doesn't get this crazy weather. But you know, apparently 911 is translating to the real world now because we're getting crazy weather. It's just rain. And rain in California is like the craziest thing. I don't know. I feel like rain in California, though, always makes everything more dangerous. Yep. Well, we spent too much time on rain. Oh my gosh, I can talk about the rain all day. Like after moving from California, I'm just like, guys, let's talk about water falling from the sky. <laughs> That's half of my conversations here. Oh my gosh. Um, but I do want to talk about the landslide. Yes. That was, first of all, I'm glad that Hen was thinking, you know, it wasn't just like based on like, oh, my captain doesn't like me. Therefore, I'm going to just do what he says. She was just like, hey, this is the problem. This is what I got to do. And that's how she met Athena, which was so cool. It was lamer than I was expecting. I'm not. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like, honestly, with what they gave, you know, I'm yeah. like, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting. <laughs> oh, OK. It was a lot lamer than I was expecting. But also, I thought that they said that they'd known each other for like 20 years. So maybe Hen's been working at the 118 for 20 years. That means that she dated Eva, like, for a very long time then. And probably that's what it was. It just feels too weird. She doesn't feel that old. Because she's, you're talking, because this entire show is, the implication of the show is that she left a career where she was doing decently well, meaning that she spent a decent amount of time there. Mm-hmm. to go to another career yeah. but she would have started when she was in her probably early 20s but she already had a lucrative career in another job it doesn't make sense to me i don't like this timeline 
one day we're gonna have to go through the entire timeline you know how much i have to re-watch though meg i'd have to re-watch every <laughs> single thing and then like mark them because i haven't been marking them and it makes me very upset because i should have been but i don't want to anymore <laughs> i just know if i go back and i have to binge them all again i'm just gonna be so bad at myself and just be like why didn't you do this why so anyway i'm just kind of upset about it and oh and mudslides um Mm -hmm. they're real they're scary and there's a lot of prep that goes into it yeah i mean it looked terrifying um but i don't know i think it was just really nice to see like um hen being innovative with yeah just to send them to be deep so this is a similar situation to something that someone else had to like mm-hmm. oh my I forgot, god i forgot who it was though i don't know at this point i'm just like i was so ticked off by that captain because i'm just like it seems like you have personal problems here buddy like like how can you be that upset all the time i can understand people hazing people right that's usually what happens but there's a difference between hazing and being harassed yeah i was very curious about this captain there's some there was definitely something weird going on with him yeah and i don't know i don't know what's happening how are you so upset like yeah lots of questions yep 100 percent um and then oh when athena invited her to the bar and then she met a bunch of people right and that was really cool because like i i think up until that point hen hasn't really seen anyone else who is like either considered you know like minority because of their ethnicity or if it's just like you know people who are just part of a minority in general you know so it was nice for her to like get to see that and just really talk about her feelings because I'm like yeah I can understand she didn't want to talk to Chim about it because you know he is a guy he also works in the same place as her and I think that it would be easy for him to be like in my experience Mm -hmm. and that's I mean it helps sometimes but sometimes it also makes you feel worse because you know that his experience is not as bad as hers has been so far. Oh, 100%. Because she not only, he has the, he has the minority part, but as she mentioned, he's a man. Like, that's not going to hurt him. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, like that only helps him. If yeah, and firefight firefighters, or being a firefighter, is a physically demanding job. And for most physically demanding jobs, there is an extreme bias against women. And he would never get he would never experience that yeah i mean so, he is he is shorter though so he probably got some short jokes yeah i don't know I, if they ever touch on his height that would have been very interesting i feel like that was just me <laughs> i was like <laughs> i feel like i was like maybe he is shorter he's not short he's shorter than most of the other people so i was always like i wonder if he was going to mention that and try to like use that to his advantage of like they're not going to invite me for a multitude of reasons. And there are things that they make fun of me for too. But at the same time, again, he's a man and that's not what happened. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was so weird. I want to know where these people are because they've never showed up before. 
and then all of a sudden Athena runs a support group for yeah, first responders. I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe those are just her close friends, but also like um questions. No, because they're first responders. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that whole scene where she was like giving that speech. I was proud of Hen for that. Mm. You know, like, I mean, one, it's one thing if they see you, you know, and like they like just, you know, start calling you out. But if you're like inviting them to see you, that's a whole other thing, which must have been terrifying because I can only imagine what that's like. Yeah. I will be honest, the first time I watched it, I just find. I, I just couldn't watch it because I don't like when people call attention to themselves to make big fancy speeches. I was like, I, I no, Bob, that's not for me. I'm so sorry. So it took me. I watched. I watched the scene like four times. <laughs> so the first time I wasn't really paying attention, but the second time I watched it. Oh yeah. So the first time I watched it, also I have no idea what her content was about. I didn't know. I didn't hear anything till at the very end. Yeah. Um, she was like, if you have any problems with me, transfer. Because I'm not going anywhere. But the minute I watched it the second time, I felt like, not verbatim, but I definitely could tell like 90% of what she was going to say. Mm-hmm. Like the attitude felt too cliche to me. Yeah. It was very dramatic, very cliche. It felt, it was a good message. I don't think it was a bad, it's definitely a good message that I was not for it. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just prefer drama overall. So I did enjoy that for sure. Um, Yeah, it was a good speech. Don't get me wrong. And I'm really like, she did a great thing for herself, I think, making her, making a statement. She needed to, like. Yeah. Make her place known exactly exactly and then like that whole thing when he was like oh if you ever do this again I was just like bro what is your problem I know you have a problem get some help <laughs> like it was just at, like towards the end I was like dude I'm just annoyed at this point yeah you know like, it just kept getting worse and I was like yeah <laughs> I get it like you don't have to get worse I know they're trying to do it, but I was kind of tired of it. I was like, just can you be like more of a butthead somewhere else? Like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> You've been here so long. I, I mean, know. It, it is, though. It really, when you have like a boss like that, or if you know somebody like that who's just constantly on you, it makes you feel really bad. And I'm not trying to minimize it in any way. It was awful for him to be in that situation. But as a TV watcher, I was really annoyed. I was like, can he go? Like, someone else can take yeah. He doesn't yeah. need, to, we don't need more trash human screen time. He's done. We're good. Yeah, you're canceled, buddy. Literally, I wanted to cancel him so bad. Because it was just, at the end of the day, I'm like, they they made their point known. Literally? The first half of this episode, one hundred percent. We did not need to like run it into the ground. Yeah, I will say this for nine one one though: their villains are very much like extreme stereotypes of villains. But it makes me hate them so fast, and then they <laughs> never get better, which is amazing for writing a villain because you're not supposed to like them. 
but I feel like this is one of the only because a lot of TV shows nowadays they give them a little bit more of like a human element, which yeah. yes is understandable. But in nine one one, if you hate the character, even if you give him a human element, you hate that character. Oh, one hundred. This captain. I couldn't even do it anymore. I was just like, I I don't even know what to say, which it was just irritating at this point. Um, and then you know, like when they went to that other call, right? And she was like, she knew that there was something else happening, but the captain was like, oh, blah blah blah. I was like, good for you, Hen, for literally going and risking your job. Because at this mm-hmm. point, that is literally the only thing you can do. Like, you just know he's a terrible human. Yeah. And when she said, if I don't do it, like, I don't deserve to be at this job in the first place, 100% respected her for it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like, if your job is to save people and, like, to save people, you need to know if they're there or not. Like, it's the only thing that made sense. Yeah. it's why I love 10 in the first place when we first started. I mean, I don't hate her now, but, you know, we had yeah. a bit of a, we met a bit of a, she doesn't know this, but we had a bit of a falling out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like it was just terrible. But then like the whole thing when like Chin was crying with him, I was like, oh, that was, that's nice. In the rain. <laughs> all that was cute. All right. Yeah. On that note, we're going to end on a little bit of a positive note. We're going to take a short break. Or come back and we'll wrap up our thoughts on this episode. Yep. So we'll see you in a bit. to 911 super fan versus here is snow why do i always assume you're gonna say the other thing i haven't said it in so long you should be so proud of me i am so good but i'm kind of missing it (laughs) oh it's okay she'll slip back one day (laughs) okay we're back at the firehouse we're almost done with this episode wait we're almost done with this episode yeah (laughs) you almost said vegetables at some no episode episode <laughs> we're almost done with this episode and okay. i am quite hungry it is dinner time <laughs> but yes back at the bar house after the limo accident where they found the boy and they saved the boy because you follow your instinct they're almost always right honestly i think that's true for everything including taking tests i was gonna say except taking tests because every time i follow my instinct on a test it's always the other <laughs> answer really that's that's weird because for me it's like if I don't choose it it was supposed to be that one so my gut reaction is to choose the opposite one but I always break it down to 50 50 split so I follow my (laughs) gut reaction and almost all the time it's the opposite answer but it's always those two options I'm always like 50 50 it's going to be one or the other (laughs) the thing is it's one of those things where every single time it happens to me I think this is the day I break my luck. 
but I have to follow my instinct. And I'm not going to know until I follow my instinct whether I'm right or wrong. So I do it. And the same thing happens over and over and over again. (laughs) And I'm like, one day I should just do the opposite. But doing when I have the gut reaction to do the opposite, it makes me wonder if my gut reaction is still wrong. And basically every single time you're going to get it wrong. It's going to be wrong. (laughs) There's no point. Oh my gosh. But I guess that's kind of what happened with Hen in this like scene too. Like she was under the impression that she was done. Yeah. (laughs) She she saw like even though she got those compliments from like her coworkers, right? And then she Mm -hmm. sees Chim and she's like, you know what? I'm done. I can't even. Uh. -uh." Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that really the captain was fired, which I get that that was the time. But also, why did it take the entire episode? for anyone to say anything or for them to even get those like complaints the thing that bugged me about this episode time time what the heck it was raining the whole time la doesn't have rain for that long how long was this how long was the time period it literally rained her entire time when she started so i don't i don't know i want to know how long it was it's been Right? Because I, I knew. I really do. <laughs> because if they, it depends on how fast they moved, right? It could have been yeah. that it, they were like two episodes, or not two episodes, like two or three. She was there for two or three days, and the number of complaints just skyrocketed. And then they came and investigated. But if you were telling me like she's been there for like months and nobody did anything until now. Because that's what it seemed like yeah. to me. Right? So, like she was just there going through it and no one like heard anything about it and I'm just like there is no actual way that that would go completely unnoticed for months like people you know people go check in from time to time anyways right so it's like how would you miss that it just feels weird it didn't feel the timeline doesn't feel right and it's annoying okay I think what I will do because you say (laughs) there's more of them and because there are more of them, I assume I'm going to be upset at all of them. Oh, I guess, was the one with um, Bobby at the very beginning, is that considered like a, one of these episodes? Yes. Oh, uh, that one felt a little more grounded. Yeah, it did. But I yeah. think that's because you got, are... both sen- you got both sides. I think so. But like, actually, even bucks begins episode feels more like bobby's than it did like hens what was bucks no it hasn't happened yet but like like you know spoilers hey i didn't tell you anything that happens (laughs) (laughs) you act like i already spilled the plot i'm scared (laughs) i'm gonna say it first be proactive (laughs) be proactive (laughs) spoilers be careful what you say, ma'am. <laughs> what is with that finger? finger I'm my- worried. I'm worried. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, I did love that ending though. Right? Like when Chim was basically like, oh, you make it so hard to be friends with you. Yes, yeah, she does. One does. But she also like going in was kind of. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah. I, I don't think I had anything to do with Chim. I just think it was like him being in that situation. So I understood. But yeah. I also like that she was like, I know you've been trying and I appreciate it. 
and that was kind of like the ending. So I yeah. liked that. I also am shocked that her and Shim have the quote unquote longer relationship than her and Athena. Because I always assumed the opposite. And I feel like maybe in the past they mentioned it, but I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just imagining it's very possible I'm just imagining all of this in my head. It's so, an illusion, cat. It's an illusion. It's possible. But then they said that this is just the, the temporary captain. So I'm wondering if Bobby was the captain who came after. Yeah, then Hen hasn't been in EMT for all that long. Yeah. And that's a whole different thing. Like, See, this is what I'm telling you. You need to make the timeline episode. Yeah. It's going to just like stress you out more the further we get into this. There's literally six seasons. I feel like you need to start making it now. <laughs> no, because if I make a timeline episode now, it's just going to bug me. But I have to go back and watch them all. Hey, but we're only season two, episode nine, which means you don't have as much to watch. I just have to watch all of season one and nine episodes. <laughs> yeah. You're selling this, Meg. You're selling it so much. <laughs> In addition to editing all of the episodes that we currently have coming out and also <laughs> doing schoolwork and looking for a job and all of that. And I have to go and map out the entire timeline of 911. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. You're selling it very well. I feel like I'm going to get a text in a couple of days with just like a full page of like, Meg, I don't understand this. Why is this here? But it's not connecting here. Explain this to me. That That's coming very soon. I know it is. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back and listen to all of our episodes. I do hate the sound of my own voice on these episodes. And I have edited all of them. So I've listened to each one that has been released like seven or eight times probably or parts of it. Usually I listen to it completely like twice so i don't know if i want to but that way you can get like live live tweet cat and then <laughs> notes by cat that would be very interesting honestly i think you know people that would hurt myself but yeah it would be very interesting because i'm very curious what last cat was the same time on because you literally bring this up almost every episode and i'm just like you need to like just go through it then well, but I feel like I have it pretty well in my head, which is better than I can say for most of my classes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. This is what we both sound like when we're tired. <laughs> currently on break. <laughs> and I am on green tea. <laughs> How's that green tea working out? It's doing amazing. Do you remember the last time I had green tea on this on this show? You probably nope. don't. The last nope. time I had green tea on the show, because I've noticed it, was the day we were talking about, was it Bobby's episode? I think it might have been, like, somewhere around that time. That's wow. We were talking about drinking, and you were saying her with her glass of white wine, and it was actually just me with the green tea. And we sound pretty much like we do today. <laughs> Wow, is this going to be a trend every time there's a Begins episode? There's going to be complimentary green tea on that side. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't think about that. Now this sounds like a very good reason for me to go out and get green tea. Oh my gosh, you're enjoying it for that. <laughs> yeah, I will also tell you it's almost always Arizona tea. 
Of the two times, I think both times have been Arizona green tea. You're going to have to keep this tradition up then. All right. And you need to tell me when the next weekend's episode is. And then I will have, I will prep. I will be ready. I think it's going to be Chimney's episode next. I'll let you know. Chimney's episode next. Okay. You have to make a no. Because I'm not going to remember. Okay. All right. I'll... Yep. Note well, it down. You got it. Remind me. That's on you. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. And grapes. Oh, oh no, we forgot the ending. We forgot the ending. Cool. We the just ending. <laughs> Yeah, for we it. forgot the ending when she says, I am a first responder. That kind of just went over for me. What? Okay. Okay. There's a couple things. First of all, it's because every year at the SAG Awards, they do an I am an actor. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen have you seen this? I've heard of that. I know what the SAG Awards are, but I've heard of that. I haven't seen anyone win that award. Okay, so the SAG Awards is the Screen After Guild Awards. It's where actors vote on basically their favorite movies of the of the year, their favorite performances, whatever. And at the beginning of each um, ceremony, or yeah, each ceremony, they have a short sequence where they go around and they interview, not interview, but they like pan to a person and a person will tell you a story, and at the end of their story, they'll say, I am an actor. Or my name is, if it were me, it would say, my name is Catherine, and I am an actor. That's I kind of see that. You should probably go into acting. <laughs> huh? um, yeah, that's why we have a podcast instead of a YouTube channel, because I love showing my face on camera. And that's yes. why I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Yes, and that's why you've never seen me on set YouTube channel. <laughs> so I felt like this entire episode was very much um, a tribute to that award thing. Yeah. Where they wanted you to see like the reasoning behind why mm-hmm. someone could become a first responder. And I do appreciate this ep- this episode and this show, because they really want you to understand how much it takes to be a first responder. And yeah. I think while I had respect for first responders before this, obviously, like, if you're going to go out and risk your life to save someone else and nobody respects you, that's actual sadness. Will not say bad words. <laughs> <I'm>, that, <laughs> that's so bad because I have sworn already. <laughs> I will not say bad words after saying like a million bad words on this these episodes but that's some bs like you better respect the person who's coming to save their life risk their life to save yours that was so bad but that's what i meant you must be really tired if you're rambling your words because usually you're pretty good at this (laughs) i know me too but i do i do believe that 911 has given me a new respect for just how hard it is not only to do that, right? Because I never really thought about the personal aspect of it, but just like personally, how much emotional commitment you make oh, yeah. in addition to like the physical complexities of it and being on the job and whatnot. So I definitely have a new respect for it. And this is one of those episodes where I was like, yeah, not only is Hen risking her life trying to save other people, the stuff that she had to go through in order oh, yeah. to be that person, highly commendable. 100%. Like, it's it's just so much. And it's kind of why, you know, I love firefighter shows in general. 
you know because like this whole thing of me like loving firefighter shows started with chicago fire mm-hmm. i didn't know anything about it i didn't even understand you know the whole personal aspect thing you just mentioned like that's where i first saw it and i'm just like wow that's pretty cool you know and then they started showing it all over the place which has been interesting to compare so yeah i, I think it's weird because it's like it's fiction i know it's fiction yeah. But when you can kind of equate the two, and it's not necessarily something I think about anytime I meet a firefighter, right? I'm not going to be like, oh my God, you're exactly like Hen from 911. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. Imagine my... you're like, hi, I'm Kat. Oh my gosh, I just saw you on the episode yesterday. And the, the firefighter's like, um, it's a TV who's... show. But yeah, I think. But I'd also be like, who's Hen? but I think it really has given me like a new perspective on how much commitment it takes to do what is already an extremely dangerous job yeah and an extremely hard job and not only is it physically demanding emotionally demanding they have personal lives there's a whole other slew of things they have to deal with the same stuff that anybody else in the work world in a workforce has to go through especially people of color especially uh, minority groups like yep and it's just like on top of everything that they already have to do so it's always good to see that kind of representation show 100% and yeah people so people can understand it better so kudos to 911 thank you for doing it we appreciate it and this has been Kat's TED talk thank you thank for you coming. for coming <laughs> to my TED talk wow you stole my line <laughs> <laughs> okay grapes Oh, <laughs> after being so nice about it, this? Let me guess. Okay. I'll, I'll, okay, I feel like you did enjoy it, but not as much. So I'm going between a five or six. I think for a message, this definitely got like an eight. I appreciated the message. I think that it was, it had to be told. One of the lines that I really liked was, um, imagine how hard it was for the people who came before us. It was oh, I caught that. I caught that. So I, and it's, not only has that way of just like asking the simplest question and me being like, yo, that's <laughs> brilliant. What? <laughs> yeah, that was one of those like, <laughs> like it's hard for us. Imagine how it came for the people before us. And I was like, oh yeah, I can't. This already sounds awful. <laughs> like hen's experience has been terrible what do you mean before and i was like oh yeah definitely you know like that kind of makes me think about not just like being a first responder but just like any anything that you like have a passion for or you think you have a calling for is never easy and there's always like a different situation which you know either you're the one starting it right like you're the person who's like first experience it or you're like also coming in with the same experience but like the there's it's worse which either way they both suck yeah I feel like we're in a time period where we don't give enough respect to the people who came before us oh yeah and what we have a lot of them experienced 10 times worse I think it's a good time to kind of take a step back and just remember the people who came before you 100% Dang, this took an interesting turn. I liked it. Yeah, you didn't think I was going to get this deep, did you? No. But for as an episode content, I thought it was like five. 
<laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew there was a five somewhere. I was just like, yeah. Yeah. But this was one of those like 911 episodes where I didn't necessarily like the episode, but I liked the message that it was oh, trying sure. to showcase. And that's basically most of that. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I'm too far in now. We'll finish it at some point, I promise. Uh, we'll eventually get to season six, but by the time we get to season six, it might be season 12. Yeah, by the time we get to season six, we're going to both be in like our 60s and we're going to be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, so we're still watching a TV show. <laughs> oh At God. the rate we're going, I have no idea if we ever finish the show, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'll finish this show without you, but I don't know if we'll finish this show together. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know when this podcast will ever be completed or if it will ever be completed. Yep. But if someone from 911 ever listens to this podcast, I will feel highly motivated to continue. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice. And if they want to come on the podcast, I will doubly feel motivated <laughs> to be, to complete the show. They oh probably won't like me very much, though, because I haven't been very complimentary on the show. <laughs> I've been quite mean. Well, you've been doing pretty good. You've been doing pretty good. <laughs> it's okay. It's a nice show. It's a nice show, okay? Someone's going to yeah. probably be like, she hates this show. No, I don't hate this show. Save your mean okay. comments. Take it somewhere else. <laughs> Take it to <laughs> someone who cares. Because we don't care over here. <laughs> I mean, I care a lot, but that's why Meg reads the comments and not me. <laughs> why? Because I know how to be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm going to be offended. I'm going to go fight someone, but we shouldn't do that. That's bad. Nope. nope. Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to break out on fights on the internet, I promise. At least not about this podcast, but other things. Hey, most of the time... People who uh, send hate comments online are usually a lot younger than us. That's so sad to think, Meg. But it's true. I've seen it. So don't worry about it. I think they're younger than you, and that's just because you're old. Okay. They're also (laughs) younger than you, which makes you equally old. Thank you very much. I'm not equally old. I really hope that nobody believes that. I need you to know, listener of this podcast, I am a lot younger than Meg. (laughs) Just want you to, yeah. This is going to be a forever thing, even when we're both old, and then you're going to be like, I'm not old. I'm still younger than you, and I will always be younger than you, and that will always be the talking point of of our ages. (laughs) No matter how old we are, I'm still younger than Meg. Oh, boy. I know. Don't you miss me? I do. I do. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys! Nine One One Superfan vs. Pura Snow is hosted by Meg and Kat. It's produced by Kat and Meg, and it's edited by Kat. If you'd like to learn more about our show, you can find us online at beacons.ai slash 911superfan vs. PAS. You can also find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at 911 Superfan versus PAS or Twitter, the same handle minus the U. 
If you'd like to support our show further, please leave us a positive comment and or like wherever you're tuning in from, or recommend us to a friend. We'd love to have more people join us. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. Well, we appreciate you listening all the way through, and we will see you next time.